another edition of the underground experience for our new how y'all doing it's been a minute but uh it's been wonderful it's all been all about family sharing gifts love and spreading joy and i'm so blessed and highly favored that you are still here and i hope you had a wonderful christmas and new year's i have some gifts for you today in studio Coming up will be entertainment lawyer and plumber, Deborah Johnson, as well as music enthusiast, teacher, producer, singer, songwriter, Mr. Kirk Liebel. And he also does some real estate on the side, but we'll, we'll talk about that too. But I welcome you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy and I, I need to thank many people for making this possible for me because this is a group effort. No one does it alone. It takes a village to raise a child takes a village to make a show so i start off by saying thank you to mr mike mccready my first supporter from musicxray.com who believed in me from the very very beginning and we're coming up on the anniversary so that means so much to me also uh miss brenda brown of brenda brown entertainment in las vegas she has a full artist superstore and what she does is make it possible for artists to be seen and heard on iTunes with video podcasts and music. Hey, Brenda. And we've got action down under in Australia from my partners, Hurricane Global 
Justin Barnes and Andrew Brown. How you doing? Good to see you. I don't see you. You see me? Uh, might see you one day. Anyway. And also, out of Spain now, we've gotten two partners. Mr. Ian Fraser from Empty Horse Entertainment. They're an online mixing and mastering production company. Check them out, EmptyHorse.com. As well as DLMG Entertainment in Spain. The family is just growing out of control. It's crazy. Now we're going to shift over to the other coast, my hometown, New York City. And the Q Talk group, it's The Queer View with a Twist. My buddy Franz Hall is host and co-producer of that show. I'm loving them all. Thank you so much for the support. And my biggest, biggest, biggest cohorts in this endeavor is FertilityRecords.com. They are my producers of the theme song, as well as having a mixed myriad of incredible artists spanning different genres from rap to hip-hop to R&B to jazz, soul, singer-songwriter. There's acid jazz. I mean, everything. Miss Barbara Morrison, um, Menace, Roach Killers, Water, myself, Uncle Earl, Go to their website, www.fertilityrecords.com. Also, you can check out my hot list on www.ultimateunderground.com. And I have all of my partners and friends from around the world who are sharing and caring and giving. Whew. All right. Well, first of all, I'd, I'd like to have my guests say hello to you. How y'all doing? Very well, thank you. Uh, are, are, you are you sure? Can you say hello one more time? Hello. Oh, there you are. You're in there. Miss Deborah Johnson, how you doing? Good. Yeah, it's been a while. And also, Mr. Kirk, how you doing, Kirk? Hi, I'm doing great. Good, good. Yes, well, you know, I've been running my mouth a lot to people like, damn, does he ever shut up? Well, I'm going to start off with some music. We're going to get down deep and heavy for this new year with the one and only Mr. Jimmy Hendrix and we'll be back after this. Enjoy.
Uncle Earl on the Underground Experience, and we are rocking out with the Velveteen Robot Group, headed by Mr. Kirk Nebel, and he is in studio with me today. How you doing, Kirk? Doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming in, and you know, I have to tell people how we met. I was in the neighborhood with a friend of mine, my music partner, actually, who lives around the corner from Hollywood Music Academy. In North Hollywood, and I just happened to go to 7 <laughs> Eleven. I needed something to drink. And I walked by, I said, Hmm, this looks interesting. And I walked in and said, Hey, how you doing? He's like, Oh, how are you doing? I was like, Well, I just didn't know much about this place, and I just saw it. So we started a conversation. It was really interesting to me, and I told him I have a radio show, and he does music. Perfect marriage. And here we are. 
Yeah, yes, yes. And I, and I thank you for coming in. Um, could you tell us a little bit how the school came to be? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The school started from my apartment. I, I came to Los Angeles in 1999 from Portland, went to Musicians Institute uh, to study music, and mm-hmm. then began teaching. I was performing at night and then began teaching uh, in my apartment, teaching guitar. Uh-huh. And then it started from there, from having a couple of students on a Saturday to then having too many students in my apartment to moving to a commercial location uh-huh. at, over on Melrose and then bringing on a couple other teachers, piano, vocal, violin, drums, brass and woodwinds, and then starting a second location about three years ago. So, so. you called the village. <laughs> <laughs> you really did call the village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, it started pretty organically and it's grown... You know, it's it's grown steadily, I would say, and you know, not overnight, but it's it's grown steadily, and and now we've got over 350 students, and wow. you know, we've got a lot of really talented uh, people of all ages that come to us for lessons, and it's nice. really a lot of fun seeing their progress. Nice, and like so. I mentioned, the tune that I let in with is one of your tunes called "Every Day," yep. and you have some band members in there. We need to give a little shout out to uh, one is Vince Milanov. Yep, Vince Milanov. He's Milanov. Uh, yep, he's he's from Bulgaria originally, but a okay. uh, very talented drummer. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then also Dan DeSantis okay. on bass. Mm-hmm. And those are really the main components of the band. And uh, yeah, Dan Dan and Vince were we we basically wrote for the most part as a band. And it was a real great experience. Mm-hmm. I love collaborating. Yeah, love uh, to create. So. Yeah, yes. it was a blast. And and you're from Portland, Oregon. You must say. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Yep, that's where I grew up. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's definitely a nice place and um you know, actually it's got a real vibrant music scene right now too. A yeah. lot of really um you know, there's a lot of of nice kind of mid-level uh rock and indie bands coming out of Portland right now. So, it's nice to see that you know, the Decemberists um Modest Mouse, the Dandy Warhols, there's one that came out of there, uh, a couple mm-hmm. other rock bands. How, o- how old were you when you first picked up your first axe? Your I was about uh, 12 years old, yeah. but I played violin for five oh. years prior to that. Okay. So, yeah, so I started playing violin when I was about six and then stopped for a year or two and then went to guitar. You wanted some rough strings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to think. Yeah. Oh. But you still play violin? Do you still play? I don't play violin no. anymore. <laughs> I stopped once I switched to guitar. Okay. Um, I just fell in love with rock and roll and playing, you know, playing guitar. It was love just it. something that was drawn, yeah, I was drawn to. And Anyone else in your family musically inclined or did you have any inspiration from the family member or... Yeah, actually, my uncle plays guitar. So, yeah, he's actually, he's still a working musician. He's in his late 50s, and he still, he makes a living playing music. Wonderful, wonderful. Any other siblings you have that are doing anything? Um, Yeah, I've got my brother. He's not musically inclined, but he, he, um, yeah, he's he's a talented poet, actually, so he's got the Ah. gift of the word. So, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, other than that, my mom sings a little bit. My dad played a little bit of violin when he was a kid, but yeah, mainly my uncle. 
So, All right. yeah. All right. Now, I'd love to introduce Miss Deborah Johnson into the fold. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you. Yeah. How are you, Uncle Earl? I'm flying high. <laughs> <laughs> In this new year, I'm so happy of the prospects and things to come. Mm. I mean, you know, because we've gone through drastic changes within the last couple of years. You know, you know we with, have. With the market mm-hmm. crash and the arts cuts and the budgets and all that. And, you know, artists just scraping and scrimping and trying to hang in there but the future does look brighter right. and hopeful but yes. you have to be aware and yes. you must be active yes you, it's not just going to happen and i'm glad you're here because um you have such knowledge of the business side that artists need to know because you know we all can be creative and do our thing but what do we do with it <laughs> well, that's exactly that's exactly where i was going to begin because i I believe that people are aware of this, but recording artists nowadays make money through live performance and merchandise. Mm. Um, Now, the bad news (laughs) is record sales are down by 25%. Ouch. So, you know, you need to get online. It's not so easy, but mm. there's lots of people who know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so so, you know, I wouldn't personally say, oh, you know, I'll put it online, but but you know, you can call somebody and they'll get you online. Mm-hmm. Example: Corn. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody knew who Corn was, mm-hmm. but they, you know, and now iTunes is all the rage. Yes, mm-hmm. it's all the rage, and they give you royalties. From the little ninety-nine cent purchase that you do online, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but how much does that really equal? Right, because basically it's the net, mm-hmm. not the gross. Oh, never. That's always my never. question. Where's the gross? What happened to the gross? <laughs> never. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, we basically know the business models nowadays. I mean, you gotta have a record producer, you gotta have a recording studio, you gotta have musicians. Um, but what do those people get, and how how do you pay them before the people pay you? Mm. Now there is, and and I'm gonna actually defer to Kirk here, the famous. 360 deal. Now, generally, it is um, the record. The record company is going to pay for uh, manufacturing Mm -hmm. and distribution, but Uh you're going to pay them back. Right. Right. And so. There's no in-kind service. No, it's not an in-kind service. But I would like to know from Kirk, what does he think about the 360 deal? Yeah, I think it's it can work if you're a if you're a bit of an established artist. I think for new artists, it's tough because you need some front money to mm-hmm. get out there mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. And then you just tell me that Motley Crue did that, right? Yeah, Motley Crue had, a couple of years ago did a big deal. And that makes more sense for them because they're making the majority of their money on the road. Mm-hmm. They're selling, you know, hundreds of thousands of tickets, and they're also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. selling tons of merch. They're known for selling merch, and so it's a good deal for them and for the record company. It's a win-win. They get wow. front money, yeah. plus, you know, uh, yeah. the record well, company see, makes their money. But that's because they're established. Now, how do we 
make this make sense to the independent artists, though. You know, the people who right. are new and upcoming, that doesn't really do yeah. anything for them because they're not, they have no name. They're not established. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. there any safety net <laughs> at all in the future or coming? Well, it's looking dim for the future, I must say. But <sighs> but which we, as I say, I think the future is digital. You know, I mean, you you have to put it online, mm-hmm. get it to iTunes, mm-hmm. and 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 sell it at your own website. Mm-hmm. That's how you. That, I mean, that seems to be how people yeah. are doing it nowadays. Because, okay. <clears throat> This is not really sort of kind of bad news. But, um, you know, the smaller record shops have gone out of business. Yeah. Right. And so now it's going to... The big ones have gone out of business. Tower. Tower. Virgin, you know, the mom and pops, all they're, they're gone. They're mm-hmm. And you know where they are right now? The, the records? Where? Walmart and Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, you know... I guess anything bad about Walmart and Best Buy. <laughs> but, I mean, you try to walk up to a clerk at Walmart and say, <clears throat> "Yeah, do you know who the musicians are on this record? They're going to look at you like you have lost your mind. Right, well, exactly. Walmart also is renowned for their, you know, their censorship. So mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. another issue mm-hmm. all into, you know, mm-hmm. unto itself. So. Well, it has to come back to this. Yeah. Tower Records is not in existence? No. Oh, no, I knew oh, this. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just mortified yeah, by it's that. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's I'm crazy. mortified. Yeah. And, and and here in L.A., I mean, I don't want to give a plug, but I don't because I guess I'm not supposed to do that, but we have, like, one record store. Right. Amoeba. Yeah. Amoeba. Oh, we can say that? Well, what we say? <laughs> yeah, we can do it. Yes, I'm independent. Yes. And I, yeah, I, I'm for the underdog. See, yes, Amoeba. You can walk into Amoeba and say, <laughs> Yes. Where's this record? Who's on this record? Yes. Do you have... Th- right. You can't do that at Walmart no. or Best Buy. No. no. no, They don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Well, this is Rich, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as you see, this, this talk can go on and on and on, but mm-hmm. we can't go on and on because we must pay some bills. <laughs> so I will be right back with my guests, Deborah and Kirk, after this next break. Ciao. Uh, ehobbies.com go and get it ladies and gentlemen go get those gifts that you didn't get for everybody before you know they're on sale now you can get a discount <laughs> okay well I'm back here with my guests Deborah and Kirk and we were discussing the state of the industry with uh, recording artists and deals and you know the possibility of a brighter future now what I'd like to do is take a turn and let's go to a positive flip guys towards the future what do we have to look forward to, you know, as far as artists in general, not the business side now? Because, you know, there are so many ways that artists come out. They're, they're like popcorn and bubblegum these days. You know, everybody's putting out a track and here and there. And there. I did one too. But um, do you think we'll go back to the time when people were actually nurtured and groomed, you know, as opposed to just throwing out... It, material you know will we go back to music real music i think so i have a comment on that okay um i say as it's always been the key is publishing because there are classics that live you know sorry to date myself but it's all right (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, come on. There's the Beatles. Yeah. There's the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And, wait, I'm going to throw you for a loop. Uh-oh. There's Amy Winehouse. <laughs> okay, dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, I am not mad at Amy. I really am not. I'm not and, either. And, 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 and where she gets her money... And what she does with it. But but, but (laughs) live performance and publishing. Mm -hmm. When you go on the radio and said, I'm not going to rehab. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, she's speaking the truth. (laughs) But the truth is great. But um, I have have a little insight here. I I read, I'm giving another plug, but Music Connection. Oh, yeah. It's like my Bible. And there is something, it's called The New Reality, and that's film and TV. Placements. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is where the artists mm-hmm. are going to be able to make money Absolutely. now. And I just want to read this little quote by Dan Kemble. It says, when the playing field is even, the stakes considerable, and everyone wants to get in the game. It makes for some very intense competition. Welcome to sync licensing mm-hmm. in the present tense. While there are more television channels and shows than ever, therefore greater possibilities for users of music a treacherous economy and a glut of product has resulted in lower fees, tighter access. Still, landing a song in a major network show is a vital benchmark that can expose an artist or band to an immense audience. So I think this is the answer. Well, that, that, is, the, that, is, part, that is one answer. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I do, t- I do television contracts as well. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I do... W- if I can, is immediately form a publishing company for the television show. Because every single time that um, the theme song comes on, the, the, the television show gets paid. Now, yes. it's not so great for the artist. No. I do try to give it. It's <laughs> right. not. It's not. I There's mean, that net I, thing I, again. I, right. I try, <laughs> I try to say, well, we should give the artist something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But pretty much, I mean, every time the theme song plays, somebody gets paid. Right. And the question becomes, who is it? Mm. Yeah. Is it me or is it you? I'll give right. you something. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and that thing, Kirk, have you had any placements yourself, or have you submitted to any? I, my my current band hasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we've had a couple of placements in an independent film. Mm-hmm. So yes, we have. Okay. And then a, a prior band I was in was was actually was heavily placed. We. We were in a, a Victoria's Secret commercial. Oh, wow. a bunch of nice. other, uh, yeah, a bunch of other. Did they give you television. merchandise? I, uh, they. <laughs> they <laughs> I don't think he wanted the long <laughs> yeah. Well, they you never know. It could be they gifts. Paid, <laughs> they paid cash. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's. I think what you guys are talking about is is right on. There's there's definitely a lot of opportunities for licensing. Yes. And um, and I, one thing I think that's interesting about the way that the industry has shifted, which is positive, is when you look back at the late 90s and early 2000s, you had a handful of artists that were mm. selling over 10 million CDs mm-hmm, per per release. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though the overall numbers have gone down, I think the pie is being spread out a bit more evenly now than it was then. Mm. So I mm. think I okay. think that's positive. So okay. I think there's... I think there's a lot of good music out there. I think yeah. you just have to find it. You yes, know, it's a double-edged sword. Because people are so independent, you get, you got to sift. 
you do. You have greater territory to sift through now. You know, so it's interesting. But on that tip, I'd love to get back to some of your music. Some of your music. We're going to let the audience enjoy a ride. How about that? (laughs) All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Velveteen Robot with Ride. Enjoy. gentlemen uncle earl here how you doing was that a nice ride for you by the velveteen robot and uh, my guest mr kirk neville is here and i want to discuss your school hollywood academy of music and could you please give us a little information on the curriculum and you know mm-hmm. sure what you offer 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, most of our students take private lessons, so... You know, the most common situation is a one-on-one lesson. And really, the curriculum is going to depend on the, the, the really individual. the student. Yeah. Um, you know, some schools are real classical-focused or or um, maybe on the on the other hand only contemporary focused we're kind of we've got a mix of both so we've mm-hmm. got teachers that will teach real advanced classical music and then we've also got teachers that will teach more rock uh, pop R&B uh, just depending on what the students needs are so well he's being humble about so I'm going to toot his horn <laughs> okay they have lessons in piano guitar vocal keyboard drums violin bass clarinet saxophone trumpet flute all band instruments songwriting pro tools and reason that's right that's Absolutely. like a yeah a warehouse yeah that's right <laughs> yeah we we do just about everything yeah and, uh, yeah teachers have a university degree and uh, you know we do recitals and free performances for the students so Mm-hmm. Do you do the, do you do the monthly, the recitals? Are they monthly? Or we generally do often? them. For some programs, we do them every other month, so we'll do them every two months. Okay. We have an ongoing live performance workshop, mm-hmm. and that's every two months. And then for most students, it's twice a year, so they'll do one in June and one in December. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, do you get the two companies together for the recital, the two op- two locations, we, or do you do them individually? We do. We we have them. Uh, yeah, we we do them all at the same time, so oh, everybody gets a chance a to see each other. On up in yeah, there, huh? yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we just did a recital about a week ago, so uh, it was a blast. All really right, a lot of fun. Nice. So. And can can you please give both locations to our listeners? Yeah, so it's Hollywood Academy of Music. You can find us at hollywoodacademyofmusic.com. dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, first location's at seventy four sixty nine Melrose Avenue. Mm-hmm. That's in Hollywood. Nine zero zero four six, and the other one's in the San Fernando Valley. It's at one one three six seven Riverside Drive, in North Hollywood, California nine one six zero two. All right, and um, you have it's international, of course. You have students from everywhere. Yeah, we have students that yeah will be from other countries. Absolutely. So yeah, wonderful. Music's the universal language, right? Yes, so. see you guys. That's the underground experience. We are global. We are international. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I thank you so much for coming in and, you know, just, you know, being so open and just and just giving of all this knowledge. Now, there's something that I'm not going to let you get out of here without telling me about. You have another side. <laughs> Yeah, you sell houses. That's right. <laughs> You're into real estate. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I've, I also have my real estate license, mm-hmm. uh, which which has been a lot of fun actually. Yeah, getting to help people with not only buying and selling, but also with leases. So, yep. And it's just another world to to uh, to dive into and learn about. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, I work for Caldwell Banker in Santa Monica. All right. And uh, you can find me at kirkneebel dot com. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I get that first million dollar check, I might be looking for you. <laughs> I know that. exactly what you could do with it. <laughs> you know what I could do with I it. I do. That's right. Yes. And hi, Deborah, no, over there. How hi, you, how I'm you doing? I'm hiding in the corner. I'm doing good. Don't hide. You. I need you to come on out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, to wrap up, which mm. most people know, mm. 
is that when you're an artist, you don't get to just be an artist. You have to form a team. Yes. And the team will consist of, sorry if I'm self-serving, <laughs> an entertainment lawyer. Okay. <laughs> probably a business manager. Okay. Probably a road Am I saying that right? Road manager. Somebody who's going to organize mm-hmm. when you're on tour because you can't do it yourself. You're going to be booking hotels and moving equipment and all of that. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's going to do that. I don't care if it's your Uncle Earl. Uh, <laughs> hey, now. Watch your mouth. <laughs> and then, of course, when you get really fancy, then you can have you know a personal assistant. Mm-hmm. You're on the road chef. Mm-hmm. Your bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never personally needed a bodyguard, but some people do. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Some people do. But my point is, you need a team. And the main people are a business manager because they're going to do taxes. They're going to make sure that people get paid. Mm. They're going to keep an accounting of what has gone on. You need an entertainment lawyer because every time you go somewhere, somebody's going to say, well, just come on in. We'll pay you later. (laughs) Right. Mm. No, no, no. Mm -mm. All your band members are going to say, well, how much money do I get? And where's my contract? Mm -hmm. Right. So form a team. Right. That's the issue. Wonderful. Wonderful. (laughs) And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you know I was not going to let you get out of Uncle Earl's house without some inspiration and motivational moment. Right? So here's my word for you for the day. It's simple. I said, we are the music makers. We are the dreamers of dreams. We are the movers and shakers of the world forever, it seems. One of the most amazing things about business and life is the power of one idea. And one of your great challenges as a leader is to understand how to find and nurture them. And that's what the underground experience is all about. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> All right. This has been Uncle Earl with my wonderful guests, Ms. Deborah Johnson and Mr. Kirk Nabel. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Thank really you. It. Yeah, it's been a blast. Yeah. And I wish you all, all, all a very, very happy, happy new year. Um, and may all your dreams come true. And if you need some help, give old uncle all a call i'll see what i can do for you okay but we're gonna do something that i don't i'm not sure what it is but the spirit and the universe has led me to this track we're gonna play another track from velveteen robot called light and i wish you the best take care of each other take care of yourselves and take care of your environment peace out Choose.
Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Underground Experience. Here with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl. I have had the honor of having my portrait painted in a very special way. I was introduced to a company called Mozart Art Studios Limited by Miss Christina Meyer in Austria. Um, always on the social network scene and trying to reach out and meet new people, innovative people in the arts and entertainment industry. And I was lucky enough to come upon Christina Meyer. And in turn, she introduced me to her boss, who is the owner of Mozart Art Studios Limited in Austria. And I happen to have him on the phone right now. Hey, Armin, how you doing? I am feeling fantastic. This is Mr. Armin Roth. And um, you are in Austria, correct? Yes, I'm Austrian and uh, our company is in Austria and uh, 
Okay. And can you tell me a little bit about you? Where where are you? Were you born in Austria? What city were you born in? I was born in Klagenfurt. This is in the south of Austria, to the border of Italy, and uh, it's popular for summer tourism and not far away of of Salzburg, the most of the town, a very popular water town. Uh huh. And um, what what was your beginnings in the arts? Were you an artist as a child? Any people, any family members who were in the arts? just want to say thank you so much the portrait that you guys did for me is incredible it is so lifelike I mean it's so real <laughs> it looks so real it really does look like a picture um, how did you come to do this style of art How can you do that? such a large audience. I mean, you have millions of people who come through your site. Yes, 
and it's an international company, correct? Yes, correct. You, we, we have representatives also in UK and London, mm -hmm. and uh, we are international working. We deliver all to USA, UK, Ireland, all over Australia. We just finished a very big uh, project for Australia. And a new trend, a new trend is to immortalize that Have, can you give us a figure of the amount of traffic that comes through your website? Well, we are, we are having the year about 2 million visitors at the moment. Wow, that's incredible. Now, when, when was the company started? Please tell the people how to reach you once again. www.portrait-painting.com www Ladies and gentlemen, please check this out. It, you will be amazed at the, the craftsmanship and the work of these truly talented artists. Uh, this is just one phase and one genre of what the underground experience brings to you and i thank you for taking this time to talk with me and i thank you for the portrait you've done for me and i will continue to you know pr promote your company there and i thank you for promoting my, my work as well because we have to help each other it's it's a you right. know, around the world right. thank, thank you very much Lee. i really appreciate this opportunity oh. and i'm looking forward to seeing you in europe Oh yeah, we gotta hang out. <laughs> I love to go out. And um, also, if you could please give my regards to both Christina's, Christina Meyer, and you have also another worker named Christina. Right, Christina Hachela, who you talked to yesterday. Yes, yes, give them all holiday greetings from me. And I okay. wish you all the best, and I will be in touch with you very soon, okay? Okay, thank all you right. so much, Daisy. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Thank you. You too. Take care now. Okay, bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a treat. Mr. Armin Groff, owner of Mozart Art Studios in Austria. Please check them out. Once again, their website is www.portrait.com. Correction, that was www.portrait-painting.com with a hyphen in the middle. Okay there. It's just one of those days when you